Welcome back to another episode of House to House. It is your boy, Kyler. Across me as always, the guy who picked a pack of pickled peppers, Peter. Hello, hello. And last but not least, the big bad boss, David Bay. Hi, guys. Yo, yo. There he is. And here we are. Alright, let's take a second. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, on Telegram, to get notified of our content. Alright. We've got a fun episode in store for you guys today because uh, some of you may know that we took a break during the month of October. But, you know, October was really the month. There was a lot of uh, winning money through games that happened. Some notable examples being, you know, Squid Game and TI-10. So let's just do a small recap first um, of Squid Game and TI-10. I mean, if you don't know what Squid Game is at this point... You're basically Patrick Star, right? Because you're living under a rock. Even my dad knows about Squid Game and he barely watches any content online. But yeah, Squid Game, basically the most successful Netflix show there is in history, right? We all agree with that. Really? Yeah. I, in I think so, yeah. Statistically, like, like yeah. the stats say it. That's say it's, it's the most successful because it's like valued at 900 million or something, right? To Netflix. Wow. Yeah. Like, it's, like beating even Money Heist, which was... Probably the previous uh, champion. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's they value it based crazy. on how many views, how many people subscribe, how many people, you know, that kind of, that kind of value. La. Yeah, probably that kind of data that they calculate. La. It's not like ad revenue or anything because they don't do ads, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's crazy uh, that I think not only one, it's a Asian show that, you know, holds this... Um, who's this accomplishment, but also it's the genre of the show, right? Like, it's a... I mean, there are, like, themes of, like, how society is. And what, did you say themes of squid? <laughs> themes of, like, society brought in and everything. But bigger picture-wise, it's, like, a battle royale kind of show, right? Yep. It, so, yeah, it's actually more, like, Japanese have done these kind of shows many more times, but it was a Korean one that won. Yeah, but I mean, I think generally it's not it's not like that kind of show, like, you know, like Riverdale or like, you know, those oh, kind of rom-coms that holds this uh distinction, but it's a battle royale. So f- for me, it's like, whoa, okay, I did not expect that to be like at number one. La. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, What wh- what do y'all think of the show? Like, wh- one to ten, how will y'all rate it from your personal experience? Personal experience watching the show, not personal experience being in Squid Game. <laughs> I mean, for me, um. I've always said that I preferred Alice in Borderland, which is okay. a similar-themed uh, Nef- show on Netflix, because Squid Game was a little too realistic for me. And everyone laughs when I say realistic, but I mean, you know, that compared to Alice in Borderland, which was a lot more obviously based on a manga, uh, mm, Squid yeah. Game just feels very based in, you know, like, this could really happen, with yeah. the exception of, you know, just being still out there. But at least there are no fantastical elements. There's no sci-fi elements. Yeah. You could see it happening somewhere in the world, right? Is that what you mean? Unfortunately, you know, like, yeah. like it's not that far from the truth, in a sense. So, even, ironically, I, I have the same reason as you, but that mm-hmm. same reason makes me like Sweet Game more. Because I ah. feel that the others are far-fetched. Like, it, it, it cannot happen. 
Like, at least Borderland, kind of thing, uh. like, who clears the bodies? Or, or at least in Borderland, why are the animals uh, controlled by by them? You know, <laughs> or, or like, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it, it cannot happen. That's why I don't like it. Whereas right, in a big right. game, it probably, thinking about it, as what Peter said, it can happen, mate, yeah. That's why I actually like it more. Mm. So it's like the same reason, but the different opinion. Yeah, polarizing exactly yeah. opinions. Yeah. Very cool on the same reason. Right, right. So, what's your rating? 1 out of 10. Uh, 1 to 10, sorry. If not for the ending, I think it would have been an 8. I feel the ending kind of cheapened the experience a bit. Well, what would have been your preferred ending that he got onto the plane or what? Oh, spoilers oh, yeah. ahead. Yeah, that's how you're going to spoiler yeah, alert. It's, yeah. to, it's, it's okay to say spoilers at this time. If not, then they need to buy a house because they have to get out of the rock. By the time this episode releases, it have been two months since the release, so I guess it's fair, right? Yeah, like, fair, like, it's fair game. Fair, so, yeah, so so I think the whole idea of of it just being ultimately a quest for vengeance to me doesn't doesn't sit well. I mm. think like, at the end it became a quest for vengeance. Uh. Yeah, like like why did it take so long? I mean, I didn't. It felt like the gap between. The you know, what's his name? <laughs> I suddenly cannot remember his Jihun, name. Jigun, yeah. The Jigun that we left. Four, five, six, yeah. That yeah, four five six that we left at the end of the Squid Game, and then the Jigun that we saw at the end of the season was too different, la. And I don't just mean the hair. Maybe the money, <laughs> you know, money changes people, right? Yeah, yeah, But I thought we should have at least seen that change, maybe as the first few episodes of season two. Rather than just, you know. Hmm. Or maybe we will. Maybe we will. Who knows? Wow. So, actually, I felt that I don't like the ending because uh, my it's against my values, right? My values as family is actually the most important. Mm. So, he should go find his family. Uh. And and in, in, the whole, in the whole thing, a lot of the people in participating in Squid Game is because, yes, they're helpless, right? But some of them are also doing it for their family. Yeah. Like, the story of the old dude who's a lie, okay, but uh, the the story of uh, his best friend. You know, season two doesn't need four, five, six, right? Season two can just literally be a story of the the guy who runs the show. Oh, the front man, uh. Yeah, the front man. Right. I thought he was a Japanese actor, by the way. The <laughs> the front man and the brother and the police guy, right? Yeah, it can yep. literally be that that story. It doesn't need to have four, five, six in it. Like, uh, 456 can be happily with his family. Or mm. things, yeah, you know. I think also it's a title. If this title was Battle Royale or no, uh, you know, something that is along those lines, I think people wouldn't really watch it. That is very true. Yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole quick game intrigued me. Like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, what, what's this, right? What yeah. What documentary am I watching? Yeah, suddenly, suddenly on like Twitter, it was trending Squid Game. I'm like, oh, why is suddenly everyone into Sotongs? Yeah, like, oh, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is it sambal or? Uh, is it sambal? <laughs> is it barbecued? Is it calamari? Yeah. Right. Uh, now let's move on to the other um example of you know winning money through games. Um, B, I think you probably have more to say about this, but it's TI10, which also happened in October. Um, TI10 for those of you who may not know is the International Ten. It's basically the biggest esports tournament there is out there. Um, for a game called Dota Two. What are I mean? Generally, what are your thoughts about TI Ten Bay? Well, I think that the prize pool, which also like Squid Game, is above forty million USD. Mm-hmm. It's just insane. 
it's insane, right? Like for a game, like to play yep. games and you can win that amount of money. Also, I think it's quite funny that Peter muted himself for this segment. <laughs> 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 because it's not Dota player. I literally have nothing to add. <laughs> uh, quick thoughts about the champion. I, I don't think there needs to be a spoiler section for this, but quick thoughts on Team Spirit's run. That's, that's interesting. It's, it's always a very nice underdog story. Uh, and that's the beauty of um, I don't care about the other more popular in theory game in the market. Mm. They don't have the underdog story that this 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 game has, Dota has. Yeah, but um, uh, also can I just add that there are so many times in past episodes where I have to edit Dota references out from the final cut. I am so glad that this time I don't have to. Really? Yeah, this is yeah, probably yeah, the only yeah. episode where I don't have to edit Dota references out. So but, what does TI-10 Dota and Squid Game have to do with House to House? Let's try to link them together so that, you know, at least it has some... Uh, uh, There's some relevance. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, because actually Squid Game, as we all know, the prize pool was like 45.6 billion won, right? Which is 52 million Singapore dollars. Similarly, for TI-10, the total prize pool was 40 million USD, with the first prize uh, going to the champions uh, of 18 million, which is, I mean, however they divide it, that's up to them. But basically, uh, that's still a lot of money. So today's topic, I think it'll be a fun episode to talk about what you could do if you had that kind of money. Um... And basically, I mean, the figures are just arbitrary. Like. Basically, if you have a lot of money, be it like any, I would say maybe anything above 20 million to like maybe 100 million, that kind of bracket range, what would you, what would you do with that kind of money? So I want to throw it over to you guys. Uh, answer anything you want, like how, however honest you want it to be, like really what you want to do with the money. Go for it. Bay, would you like to start us off? Sure, but you know, my answer is going to be the most boring answer. You know? oh, so, okay. I'm not going to say I'm going to buy a yacht, going to get a private plane, going to go to uh, uh, Ibiza to party. Not Ibiza, Ibiza the place, you know, <laughs> or travel. Okay, travel the world probably, but you know, I'm not going to give the out of the out of the world answers that, that people like. The problem is that I'm a banker. I, I do financial planning. I've read Literally, there are stories online. You go type lottery winners become bankrupt like one right. to five years after they strike like $100 million lottery. Like the insanity people start having is actually the reason why um, why they become bankrupt, right? How do you get get so much money and then lose yourself? So you like, just to give you something stupid, um, between my friends, and it's been around for a lot of years, and with my wife, I consistently actually, we, we talk about what happens if it's on Toto. Will you be happy with a 1 million Toto, 3 million Toto, 5 million Toto? Like, we don't even talk about 20 million, 15 million, you know. We talk about, hey, what is enough? Right? So we, we, we talk, right? 1 million, okay. You know, definitely your life will be a lot simpler. Uh, but a lot, a lot clearer. And I'm talking about financial planning wise, uh, but you don't yeah. really secure your high standard of living future. Okay. Then again, to each your own, right? What is a high standard of living? To me, a high standard of living isn't very different from what I have today. Maybe the car becomes a Land Rover instead of a Mitsubishi Outlander. Maybe mm. the house may be a landed property, but I don't want a mansion either because the sustenance of the mansion, such a big house for what? 
You know, mm. maybe I have a lap pool so that I can exercise more and I like to swim. Or maybe a nicer pool so that my kids can play. But it's not going to be a GCB. And I have a lot of things to talk about GCB also. Lah, okay? Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's literally, like, let me win 3 million, right? 3 million can actually sustain something. 3 million, go and buy, um, don't quit your job, just cost you a 3 million. Go and buy three condominiums, stay in one, rent out two, kind of, you know, with three million, maybe you probably need to borrow like 1.5 million for the, for, to, to leverage on it. So you have three 1.5 million condos or whatever. You rent mm. out two, you have a job, you probably earn 8,000 to 10,000 in passive income. And then your CPF pays the monthly installment. When the time, by the time you are maybe 20 years from now, you have three fully paid properties. That three million secure your future and secures an inheritance for your children, a legacy. Put your three million put in Bitcoin, leverage it. Maybe maybe next year it's worth three billion, right? You put three million what ten years ago, put put in Tesla. Now it's worth don't know what, right? Like this is so boring. This is so conservative. Yeah, it's such a dead answer, man. Come on. Yeah, it's so conservative, but you know that's me. I'm just that conservative because I don't want to screw it up, and I'm a boring guy. If you tell me Maserati, Lamborghini versus Land Rover or or big big ass BMW, I choose the big ass BMW. It's comfortable. I don't I need to howl yet. I don't need to howl yet. I want comfort. Comfort. Mm. Yeah. Then such a big house. Hey, I walk to the kitchen. Ah, uh, after the kitchen, I walk back to my room. I hungry again. How? Smaller house okay. What? Right? <laughs> Why so big? Don't need what. Right? Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, you're, you're a family man, you know, you have your commitments, your duties, your responsibilities. So that's coming from that perspective. So, okay, thanks, Dad. Uh, Peter, would you like to share your opinion now of, let's say you, you have a huge amount of money, what would you do with it if you can do anything? I mean, that's the right answer and then that's the worst answer. Right? <laughs> oh, okay, give me the worst answer there or whichever is more spicy. I mean, the, the worst answer is always that, you know, you'd be selfish about it, you know. Mm. Uh, you, you focus on, on what's immediately important, important in inverted commas to you because it just, you know, it gives you the comfort and the, the luxury that, that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Lah. So I would definitely go for a GCB. Okay. Just because I can. You nice. Know, uh, definitely have the, the, the funds to pay for staff to maintain it. But... Or at least to me anyway. I mean, I, I don't see the, the value of that as an investment mm. because I don't see that long-term that long term uh, play for it. It's, it's really just for me to, to be able to live uh, with the space that I desire, with the privacy that I desire, and, you know, with the, the kind of luxury that, that I feel most people would want at some point in their lives if they could afford it. So, so yeah, that's just me. Lah. Um, and I know this is weird because like it's so obvious to talk about investments but I think a lot of people just want to get their lives going mm. and so I think you know just being able to share that wealth uh, with the people who need it mm. even though even though there's you know there's no there's no returns and it's not sustainable uh, idealistic me would like to do at least that lah. Um my favorite story is always about the boy who's uh, throwing starfish back into the sea. Um, he just picks up one starfish. I mean, because when starfish are like washed onto the beach, 
Then I don't know. Yes, I guess he slowly dehydrated or whatever. And so this boy just walks along the beach and just throws, you know, one starfish at a time back into the sea. And then um, some guy comes up to him and he goes, you know, why are you going? What are you going to do? Why are you doing this for? You're not going to make a difference in the world if you just keep doing one by one. Um, and then the boy just looks at him, throws another starfish into the sea, and goes, "I made a difference to that one." Ah. And, and to me, that's that's the kind of mentality I think I would bring if I had that kind of money, Right. It's not so much that I'm a sustainable patron. Uh, it's more that I'm just I help you because you need the money now, and I have the money. I to feel you. I feel like crap right now because I talk about financial stability, where. Where somebody talks about his values, I'm like, oh. No, nah, man. I mean, oh. okay. Like, let, let's just do a small recap. Like, Bay, you went the family route because you are a family man. You know, you have, yeah. you have your wife, you have your children. It's completely fine. Like, you have your commitments and responsibilities as a father and as a husband and as a family man. Peter, on the other hand, decided to go the philanthropic route, right? Like, you want to yep. give back um, and help those who have, who, you know, might need that little bit of assistance and you have that capabilities now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. Well, then I apologize in advance because my answer is going to go a completely different route. I don't know how either of you did not mention that you'll stop working. I know, Bay, you mentioned that you know you want to keep working so that the income is always flowing. But I'm sorry, if I get 100 million, the first thing I'll do is I'll stop working. Because there is no need to work anymore. Like, you don't have to work an actual job for your money to work for you that's just my opinion I mean coming from a naive maybe stupid 25 year old point of view but bro if I have that kind of money uh, I'm sorry man (laughs) I'm out of here (laughs) it's over already like I'll I'll bring you guys out for for a very very luxurious meal whatever you want really not helping out with my series A at all like seriously (laughs) with your what series A bro anything you want you just let me know. You just drop me a text. Can I? <laughs> just drop me a text. You say, like, hey, Kyler can can help me a bit. Or? Sure, no problem. B, you give me the you give me the opportunity for my first for the start of my career. I'll I'll pay you back for series A. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you have that kind of money, the first thing I'll do is definitely to stop working. And then whatever else that I want to do after that, I mean Leave it for future Kyler to work. <laughs> very, very different answers from all three of us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the I think we 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 did mention here and there. I think especially from uh, maybe Bay side that he uh, as, and Peter side actually that you know there were housing related answers like you buy a house for your family. Um, Peter in another scenario could buy a GCB because just for the sole reason because he can right. So um. The thing is, even with this money, with this amount of money, let's say 100 million, and that's really stretching it really. If let's say you have 100 million, there are houses in Singapore that somehow, some way, still cost more than this. Because, um, like I, I shared with you guys, there, there was this listing this year in 2021 uh, for a house that cost $110 million. Like, okay, um, like, first of all, the mortgage repayments for that were 300k a month. Hey, yo, if you have <laughs> the ability to buy that house, you probably wouldn't take a loan. Nah. Really? Really? Or maybe maybe you would take like a 30, 40 million dollar loan. Okay, right, nah, but, but you won't, take, you won't take the full loan, yeah. Yeah, okay. But 
it, it's crazy. Uh, like, I mean, when I saw the mortgage repayments were 300k a month. Like, people don't, some people don't even earn 300k in their lifetimes. Imagine and, the property tax a guy's pay. His property tax per year may be able to buy another HGB. It's crazy, man. It's completely insane. So, I, I think the only question, I want to throw it over to you guys because you guys have more experience, is why? Like, why would anyone spend that kind of money on a house? Okay, so I, f- I feel this way, right? If you have... In, in life, right, be conservative is actually a mantra. So if I can afford um, a small car, I wouldn't buy a car. If I can afford a medium-sized car, I buy a small car. Always, like, you know, be conservative, buy one lower, right? If I can afford uh, a helicopter, then maybe I'll buy the, the GTR, or the Lambo, which I won't need, so I probably won't buy because I'm that practical. But if I can afford the landed, I'll buy a condo. If I can afford the bigger landed, then I'll buy the smaller landed, etc. So to buy a hundred million dollar house, you probably, if it was me, I probably need to have like a couple of billions. Like, wow! It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't make sense. And like I said, relationships make life better. A big house must have people to fill it up. Mm. Must whole parties. Okay, so I don't mean, you know, I'm 30, 37, 38 next year. I, I don't need to have the... When I was 27, I want to hold the kind of parties that Dan Bizeran, whatever his name, pronunciation is. Like the, the kind of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, lights, yeah, yeah. Uh, alcohol, DJ, boom, boom, boom. Then the swing pool in the middle, the lumbo come up from the platform. Okay, that was like younger. But nowadays, the party's like, come on, ah, hey, Kyla, Peter, Saturday barbecue, swimming, bring your kids, <laughs> play tennis. I got tennis, I got a golf course in my house. Uh, nine hole only, sorry, not so rich, cannot 18 hole. <laughs> no, like basketball court. Like, hey, like, oh, need to go to Active SG to book. Hey, brother, just come my house, come my house. Competent court. <laughs> like, you need to share. Like, like, at the end of the day, it's also one of Peter's values, right? You don't need to share with hope. You share with your closer friends, then you share with the public. So you make sure... I'm not going to give my friend any handout. I'm sorry. I can help people, but no handouts. But I can share by sharing experiences. Come to my house, enjoy the facilities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's crazy la, to think that, like what you mentioned, you, your thoughts on why people would buy this 110 million house is because it's just a fraction of it has their to be a entire fraction, right? network. It's just right? irresponsible. I, I mean, yeah, la, I mean, that's true, that's true. But it's crazy, yeah. To think that, oh, you know what? On this day, I wake up, I decide to buy a 110 million house. Absolutely insane. Uh, Peter, what, what, what do you think? Like, why, why would people spend this kind of money on this house? I mean, and, and this, this kind, I mean, this will open up a whole new can of worms. So maybe I, I won't delve too much into it. But the fact is, you know, sometimes people just have too much money. I mean, that's why mm. certain people are doing space races right now with um, different <laughs> genitalia-shaped rockets. Uh, it's, it's because they can't afford to, you know what I mean? Like, like they don't know what else to spend their money on. Uh, a few years ago, uh, this website was created where, you know, it just asks you to spend Bill Gates' money, where, you know, he had $100 billion, I think, uh, and then gave you a, like a bunch of options to to spend it on. Like you can buy like twenty NBA teams, or you know like a hundred mansions, and you still wouldn't be even spending a fraction of the entire purported wealth of this of the billionaires. Like. So in, in the same way, yeah, I mean, to me, buying a GCB or 
in Singapore for like $100 million is just proof that you can. Because as basis, uh, you know, you you probably have a lot more money to, you know, in hand just to be able to to put out that kind of... Uh, Imagine the maintenance, the cost of maintenance. No, not just the cost of maintenance, but like you pointed out, most people would probably not take a loan for this, even though, as I suspect, any bank or any uh, institution willing to loan this amount will probably loan it at a really low interest rate, right? Mm, there's a cap also. La. I mean, mm. the cost is, is cost of funds plus something, and the plus something is really so minute right now. There's yep. a cap to how low the banks can go. I actually feel that anything above 5 mil today, you take a 5 mil loan, then you, you have a $50 million loan, and say, my loan $50 million, it's going to be the same interest rate. La. Yeah, so yeah. At some point in time, you know, it doesn't really... Uh, affect your your bank balance. It doesn't really affect your bottom yeah. line, la. Yeah. But it, 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 yeah, like like Peter said, it has to be city money. It has to be too much because if you talk about financial prudency, you would taking the hundred million and literally putting put put it in anything that gives you one percent makes you one million a year. Uh, uh a property that's worth a hundred million will never be able to be rented out. Who is going to rent your property? <laughs> you get what I mean? There is no rental. You, capital appreciation, maybe by the time your grandkids, like this property was probably worth maybe 10 million in the 1950s. I, I don't know, right? It's probably mm. on Fort Canning Hill itself. <laughs> yeah. And and you also run the risk of like the government taking over your property. Like Alcaf, the Alcaf family was super rich, you know. Now there's Alcaf Mansion. I think the government took it from them and paid them fair market value many, many years ago. What's really fair market value? <laughs> uh, Let me explain something. Uh. I think maybe this can be the best part of this whole thing. You think private banking customers get better mortgage rates than you? No. I mean, you because we are all the best market. Like, I, I'm included, I'm included. Okay. So the reason is this. Banks' interest rates are about cost of funds. Like how much their funds cost. Mass market cost of funds are lower than private banking cost of funds. Because when you put your salaries with POSB, DBS, UOB, OCBC, the cost of funds is 0.025% interest every year. That's how much it's costing these local banks, you know. But for private banking customers, right, you give me your 5 million to become a private banking customer, I have to provide you the Mont Blanc pen present, all these extra facilities for you, uh, limo service, RM on call that has a salary. You think the cost of funds cheap? Ah? You think you will put it in my account for 0.025? Ah? No, ma. So there is different balance sheets in the bank departments. Private banking cost of funds are high. That's why private banking clients get higher interest rates than if they had come to me instead or Mortgage Master instead. So that's actually what private banking people do. The bankers who are in private banking will say like, a hey, normal loaner, go and find the, the mass market side because it's cheaper. Mm. So don't think that private banking gets better interest rates. Why be a private banking customer is because you can do more different kinds of leveraging, not just taking the loan to pay the house. Then you can take the house to leverage to buy bonds. Then you take the bonds is also an asset to leverage more to buy more bonds and more bonds and more bonds. So if you have a $10 million asset, you probably can leverage it to like $40 million. So that's what private banking allows you to do at a higher interest rate. But it's a lot of risk, right? Because then you're having... You're taking 10 million to buy 40 million worth of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so mass market doesn't allow it. Right. Okay, okay. All right, cool. 
Um, let's end this episode with our weekly wind down. Um, I mean, guys, it's eleven eleven today. Anything you guys are looking forward to buy today? Uh, GCB. Ah, yes, of course. Yep. I heard on Shopee got discount, right? <laughs> Lazada. Hey, not uh, a sponsor. <laughs> uh, Peter, you got anything in mind no, to buy? No. I, I usually avoid these things because I think when I see discounts, I tend to to go overboard. That's why, <laughs> my, that's why my Steam account is full of games that I've never actually played. Because they're just I all have, on discounts. Yeah. I also bought a few that I don't play. And I'm sad. Uh, it's like yeah. wow, forty-five percent discount. Buy, never play. Never play zero <laughs> million on the game. Uh, <sighs> all right, all right, cool. So I discovered this um thing last month where only fans. Uh, yes, there is there is a sale today. Also, if you want to subscribe, already okay. yeah, yeah. no more five dollars a month. I I giving uh four twenty. You giving uh, wow your only yeah. fans side. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the creator, so yeah. I discovered this. Um, have you heard of self-heating rice hot pots? Wow. Huh? No. Yeah. Okay. So you know, maybe years ago there was this um like mala self-heating hot pot that a lot of people brought to the army like during their reserves. Oh, I, I, it's, it's sold at petrol kiosks and Seven Elevens. Oh, is it? Where and you just have to add water and then the heating pack cooks the yeah, thing for yeah. you, right? It's yeah. from Haiti Lao. <laughs> ah, I, okay. Yeah, Haiti Lao. So. It discontinued for a while because we don't allow imports of meat or something, right? Like this, that kind of nonsense. And then it became like a vegetarian option. And then that's when it died down because, you know, yeah. So Yeah, I, I ate the vegetarian one like last month. Was it? Was it as good? Yeah, it, it? It's totally not nice. And it cost me like, I think 12 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's, wow. that's crazy. So I just discovered the rice version of it. Same same pot. Um, You have your own self-heating bag. You put water and it'll, it'll cook for you. But it's rice. And there is meat, and it's only for four fifty. Wow! So if you win forty million dollars, you are going oh. to buy that four fifty thing first. You can guarantee no, like what I'm gonna spend that forty million on. I'll drop you a message. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you all the different flavors so y'all can try also. <laughs> so my my takeaway is this: researching for this episode actually got me to think. Why am I doing mortgage? Because I want to help the people. But mortgage doesn't make you rich. You know what makes you rich? Dowling secret lab chairs make you rich because that dude bought a $51 million GCB. Well, I'd say HGB, you know. GCB <laughs> earlier this year. So, sell chairs. Sell chairs. Yep. Sell chairs. Yeah. That's the, that's the dream we aspire in every young children nowadays. Yep. Sell chairs. Sell chairs or play games. Or play games, yes. Seems about right. Or, you know, hope there's an old guy that uh, brings in people <laughs> in depth to play in a certain seafood game. Yep. You know, if I can play with the guy, the dude at the train station, the 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 kid, the thing to flip over. Yeah, I would just like who cares about the speed game? I'll just play that the whole day. Slap me is fine. No, but wh- why? You don't earn anything from him slapping you, right? If I lose, he slap me. If I win, he gives me a hundred yeah, bucks. But- you win one time and then that's it, you know? Like, he gives you the cut after that. He won't what, keep playing what, what with you. you think? Come on! No, like, so if there's a regular, like, he's going to appear every day at 3pm, I will like, okay, in, once a week, what do you think I'm going to do the next six days of the week? It's training, man. Then you will see my right arm will be, like, super, like, ripped because I'll be, like, slapping the thing on the floor every day. Hey, your one arm big people might have the wrong idea. I don't-
Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll call it there, guys. Um, let us know what you think of this more laid-back kind of episode. Uh, Spotify users, drop your comments below. If not, email us, podcast at mortgagemaster.com.sg. Keep your questions coming in. Alright, thanks for joining us, folks. We'll catch you the same time next week. Bye. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,